Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. My name is Steve. Joining me, as always, is Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello, my name is Jen. <laughs> uh, on this episode, we're going to do something we haven't done before. Uh, we're both uh, super uh, stoked for it, super excited for it. Uh, we'll, we will. This will be a uh, a theme that we do a few times, and essentially, it's uh, we're doing the best of the Oscars. Right. And it sounds self-explanatory once you understand it, but it requires an explanation for the first time around. So we'll be taking uh, six categories from the Oscars and in five year increments doing uh, the best of the winners out of those five years. Jen, do you kind of want to expand on that a little bit? Um, I call it our alternative Academy Awards. Um, and I think that um, it's because like, I think uh, this year's Oscars were s- slightly disappointing. Also, we have absolutely nothing to do until like award season <laughs> comes around again. Um, and I, you know, we were sort of thinking through a couple of things that we could talk about. And I thought it might be kind of fun to give out our own awards, but not do the incredibly tough homework of like thinking about like everything that came out in the specific year and like giving out awards that way. Like, why don't we just take the winners that we had already rewarded and then um, kind of figure out using our own like criteria and like we didn't set parameters on criteria at all so when steve and i pick our personal winners from the group of winners i think it'll be really interesting to like see why we pick the winner from uh, like why why we made certain decisions um and yeah we're starting in 96 so 96 through 2000 will be the first sort of iteration that we're doing this um which i think this will get a lot more exciting as we get into the later years because i think we've over increasingly over time and as we've grown into you know movie loving adults i think we've become a lot more invested in like watching these movies and like whatever because like i don't know about you but in 96 i was in elementary school so you are much you're much younger than i am so um not really same uh, for you as well and so yeah like some of this was harder because i can't pretend that i saw every single performance or movie that we're going to talk about today but um i think it'll be fun so yeah, yeah we should get started yeah so you know uh we'll like we'll take this first one as an example right so we'll we'll be going through uh the winners right of from 1996 through 2000 for best supporting actress and then out of those five we'll say you know who's the best one out of those five but obviously for context we'll also give you the um the nominees right so uh i'll 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 start this one off right so the winners from 96 to 2000 for best supporting actress are uh mira sorvino mighty aphrodite um Juliet, how do you say her last name? Benoche. Benoche from The English Patient. Uh, Kim Basinger, L.A. Confidential. Judy Dench, The Dame, Shakespeare in Love. Angelina Jolie, Girl Interrupted. I couldn't, I, some of this is like really surreal, like going back. Like I didn't yeah. realize Girl Interrupted was that long ago. And it yeah. makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so uh, just for context, I'll uh, also give the nominees. Uh, in 96, the year of uh, Mira Sorvino won, uh, nominees were Joan Allen, uh, Kathleen Quinlan, uh, Mayor Winningham, and Kate Winslet. Um, she'll be coming up 
again later. Uh, there's Juliette Binoche, Joan Allen again. Lauren, how do you say her last name? Is it Bacall? Yes, Lauren Bacall. Yes, yes. Very uh, famous actress. Okay. Uh, Barbara Hershey and uh, Marianne uh, Jean-Baptiste. Uh, Kim Basinger's year was Joan Cusack, Minnie Driver, uh, Julianne Moore, Gloria Stewart. Uh, Judy Dench's year was uh, Kathy Bates. Uh, Brenda, how do you say her last name? You know what? I don't have this list in front of me because I feel like you went above and beyond by looking at all of the nominees. What year is this? 90... This is 99. 99. Rachel Griffiths and uh, Lynn Redgrave. Uh, Angelina Jolie's year is uh, Tony Collette, uh, Catherine Keener, Samantha Morton, and Chloe Sevigny. Um, Okay. Not... You know, I feel like in some ways this is... Like, okay, ready? Uh, 98, 99, 2000 are, like, bangers, right? Basically, mm-hmm. Bench and Jolie. Um, I remember the English patient being, like, a huge deal. Yes. In, in 97. I mean, I was 11, and I, I knew it was a huge deal. I did not – I've never even heard of Mighty Aphrodite. Have you? Um, I believe that is a Woody Allen film. Oh, um okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Actually, I might be no, wrong. You're right. You're right. No, I'm looking um, at it. It is And the fun not fun fact, but so you're going to tell me who you think should win, but um I do want to say a couple of things about some of these folks, right? So Mira Servino, um who is a daughter of a very famous actor in his own right, Paul Servino, mm-hmm. had the it career, the hottest career. She actually went to the Academy Awards, accepted her award um, uh, in the arms of not like on stage, but like her date to the Oscars that year was Quentin Tarantino, who she was dating um, and kind of fell off the or just, you know, I think a lot of things happen with with these types of things like you it either catapults you into stardom and you become an a-lister and are always going to be in all these amazing films or at least have your pick of the litter in terms of like the products that you want to work on or you sort of fade into obscurity or become just like um you know just like a working actor right um who happens to have the title like best actress winner best actor winner in your you know repertoire or whatever in Mira Servino's case, and I remember thinking she was, like, such a beautiful lady. I must have been well, – how old are you when you're, like, in sixth grade? Whatever. I was watching the You're, Oscars like, 12 and, or something. Yeah, Yes. Years. Like, this beautiful, beautiful actress lady. Um, And I kind of became a little bit obsessed with her just because, like, I don't know, pretty blonde lady. Like, I was, like, into it. Um. <laughs> And if you look at her IMDb page, she's done a lot of things and she's worked steadily as an actress, but it's like never been this caliber of like of some of the other people that are on our list who, you know, by name and kind of whatever. And I think her career was cut short because um, she in recent years has been revealed to have been one of Weinstein's um, Mm -hmm. like victims Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Peter Jackson, when he was uh, making Lord of the Rings, actually came out and said that um, he was blacklisted from like even like auditioning Mira Servino. Wow. Um, 
for like the Lord of the Rings or anything. So I think that just kind of like she always has blamed that as her rebuffal of um, uh, Weinstein as as curtailing her career or kind of preventing her career from like soaring. And I have a hard time not believing that. Right. So um, it is interesting. I don't I can't say that I remember Mighty Aphrodite, um, but I do also sometimes just wonder like what her career could have been, you know, she obviously yeah. has the beauty um, and talent. Um, Cause I, I think even with some of the um, Oscar nominees in the past years that have been like slightly controversial, but like, you can't deny that someone's not good. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, and then the English patient, I don't think I've ever watched in full. Have you in full? No. So I don't know that I can speak to Juliette Binoche's, um, like, I don't know, performance. Um, Mm -hmm. But she's done some really interesting things since. And um, what did I see her in in recently? And I was just like, oh, that's her. Um, I can't remember. I, I, I did do my homework for this and i like can't remember but um no but i mean again, she's in she's like in stuff she's you in know stuff what i mean all the time yeah. yeah so it's really good to know that like a lot of these people are like you know working actors doing their thing um and then just happen to be you know an oscar winning actress um do you want to tell me who you think yes yes okay um I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go Angelina Jolie. Okay. Girl Interrupted. That is also my. Oh, favorite. no way. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, I, I thought you were going to go Judy Dench. No, because I don't think anybody with an eight minute screen time, which was her controversy, should be taken okay. seriously. Okay. So this is, okay. So this is very interesting, right? You, I actually, I think, I think, I think most people think that way, right? Yeah. But I'm going to zag. Because zag all the way. Because my thing is like you know because that is the same thing with um, what is it uh Anthony Hopkins and 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 uh, Hannibal Lecter and Silence. Hundred percent. Yep. And at first, uh, listen, you, I I will say in my brain you are right. Okay, in my brain, you are right. But I don't think I I don't. But the thing is like as I'm even saying that I don't even know that I am right. I think. I think you're right. I, I really do. I think I think you're right. But sometimes when you watch, um, like if it's because c- it's more than a cameo, you know. Correct. And so it's more than a cameo because like a cameo doesn't really like hit you like as hard, you know. And so for me, I'm like, you know, I'm, and maybe this is me just like zagging for the sake of zagging, but I feel like. If you can do the most with the least, I'm not going to penalize you if you were able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's why I thought you were going to go Judy Dench. Because for me, it was between be, between Dench and, and Jolie, you know? Um, so, but no, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we agree. Yeah, I mean, that is just like, it was a star-making performance, you know? Um I just like I remember seeing her everywhere. Like for was this the year she came with the with Billy Bob and like the vial of blood? Um Do you know what I wanna about? yeah, I wanna say this was the year she came with her brother and made out with him on the red carpet. 
Oh, you remember no. that? I, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, but that I think that just goes to show you, like, like, some of her, like, what she's best known for is not necessarily, like, her on-screen performances. Ooh. Um, Talk and, about it. I mean, her image has completely changed in the past couple of years as she's become a for humanitarian sure. and a mother. Yeah, but. For sure. For a really long time, it Yo, was back in those early days. Back in so those early days, so those it's like, oats. yeah, like, oh gosh, she has a vial of someone's her husband's blood and her like, uh, like over her neck, or like, is that really her brother? Like that kind of stuff. But you're right. Like the reason why I picked this is because um, she's quite electrifying in the movie. I don't know if you've if you've ever watched the movie, um, and. Prior to this, even though she also has, like, famous lineage, um, mm-hmm. uh, she was sort of doing, like, a lot of, like, TV stuff, like, TV movies, like, just modeling, like, yeah. modeling, things like that. And it really became this breakout role that changed the trajectory of her career and, like, kind of catapulted her into more than just, like, a pretty face with a famous dad, kind mm-hmm. of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and to boot, like she's actually very good. Like it's it's oh she's it's really a, good in this. It's a hard hard part to pull off, and I think part of it is believe it felt believable because like like from her like persona or like personally like it felt like that's something that like she could be. But then but there's real depth to 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 her like I don't know rageful performance. I would say so. Yeah, I I definitely think like I if I had to pick the you know whatever. Did you have like a close second or like a second that you would have gone with? Uh oh man. I think you could have pushed me for either Basinger or, or Dench. Like if you Yeah, me too. If you me wanted too. to. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. can I ask you a question about about uh Angelina Jolie and Girl yeah. Interrupted? Yeah. Um do you think that's her best performance? Ooh. Um Cause I, I here here's why I ask, right? With a as we do this, right, we'll see, like, people really it, – it's why I mentioned, like, Kate Winslet when she's a nominee for Supporting Actress in, like, you know, uh, 96. Because it's, like, what's really cool is you get to see some of these actors and actresses, these performers, like, really blossom, like, year by year. And and it gets me, like, weirdly nostalgic, right? Yeah. Uh, and like we say with Girl Interrupted, Angelina Jolie, um, it's, like, she's so – I, I like how you use the adjective electrifying. That's like mm-hmm. a really great way of of describing her in this role. Um, and she becomes like this huge star. And I didn't think about this until you said uh, you said something like, "Oh, you know, we know her more for the off screen stuff than the on screen stuff, right?" And I, I'm referring obviously to like you know uh, like uh, the the love triangle between her, Brad Pitt, and Jennifer Aniston and stuff, right? Um, but then I was thinking, I was like, wait, she's definitely been in stuff I enjoyed. But when I was like, oh, what, which of her performances maybe been like, or made me go like, whoa, like she's, she's so good in this. And I think the only one I can name is Girl Interrupted. I think that um, uh, it feels so different from other stuff that she's played doesn't it and, it and definitely I, does. yeah and i also can't say that like i'm also not a huge fan of 
like Angelina Jolie. Like, I don't really, I don't care. Like, I don't. She's sure, not sure. From sure. what I stand for, like whatever. But like, but I've um, watched her in stuff, and I just like don't. It's not the same as this. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a, that's a fair statement, and that's a fair assessment, and um, and I think that's also okay, right? Like sometimes these oh yeah, yeah, it's not like a come along. Yeah, and they're like they're made tailor made for somebody, and they make it what what it is. Um, but yeah, like if I think about like I don't know like. Mr. and Mrs. Smith or like That's Laura Croft or like yeah. even like um what is the like isn't she like the isn't she Maleficent like yeah, I, yeah like they're all fine but like there's like this role is so good and it's so meaty and it, it like yeah I would I would say that this is her best performance and I don't know how she feels about that cause considering it was over 20 years ago uh, and <laughs> it's not, this is not us being like she hasn't worked since or she hasn't been good in anything since like I just think like if we had to rank a best yeah like this is definitely like up there all right ready uh mm-hmm. I'm gonna spring this on you we did not talk about this uh I'm just gonna spring it on you which of the nominees that did not win did you really really like and I'm not saying it, it would it would have it's like it's better than Angelina Jolie and Girl in the We'd have to litigate that. But are there any nominees that like really stick out to you? Um, jeez, uh, I I'm not prepared for this question. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll go first then. Yeah. The two that really stick out to me are um, Minnie Driver and Goodwill Hunting, and Julianne Moore and Boogie Nights. Oh, okay. So I. I have a really soft spot for Goodwill Hunting and everybody who's ever been in that movie. Um, but I, I like Mini Driver a lot. I don't. Uh oh. Okay, but is there a but, but coming? Yeah, I think there are like that. If you look, if you think about the movie itself, like that's not the performance that you think about. Oh yeah! Oh, f- for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, oh, that's not a big butt. That's like a small butt. That's like a that's like a lowercase. That's butt. a mini butt. <laughs> yeah, that's a mini butt. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, do you want to uh take us to best supporting actor? I am, but I don't have in front of me who the other nominees are, so I okay, you I'll might do either, You might have to do that. Okay. I got you. Okay. So for best supporting actor in 1996, so our nominees are 96. Kevin Spacey for The Usual Suspects. In 97, Cuba Gooding Jr. for Jerry Maguire. In 1998, Robin Williams for Goodwill Hunting. In 1999, James Coburn for Affliction. And then in 2000, Michael Caine for The Cider House Rules. Awesome, awesome. Ready? Uh, so those are the people we'll be picking from. And then if you want to kind of take yeah, us I'll just, through. I'll just run through it real quick. For uh, the year Kevin Spacey one, we have James Cromwell, Ed Harris, Brad Pitt, Tim Roth. Wait, uh, is James Cromwell for Babe? Yeah. How did oh, you know that? God. Because I... Are you like pretty... a... Do you love Babe? Yeah, I love Babe. Wow, okay. I think so, it's such a good movie. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, you know, I should do a movie, right? James Carmel, Babe, Ed Harris, Apollo 13, uh, Brad Pitt, 12 Monkeys, Tim Roth, uh, Rob Roy. For the year Cuba Gooding Jr. one, we have uh, William H. Macy for Fargo, uh, Armin Mueller-Stahl for Shine, Edward Norton, Primal Fear, James Woods, Ghosts of Mississippi. Uh, for the year Robin Williams wins, we have uh, Robert Forster, Jackie Brown, Anthony Hopkins, Amistad, Greg Kinnear, As Good As It Gets, Burt Reynolds for Boogie Nights. For the year uh, James Coburn wins, we have Robert Duvall, A Civil Action, Ed Harris, The Truman Show, Jeffrey Rush, Shakespeare in Love, Billy Bob Thornton, 
a simple plan for the year Michael Caine wins for the Cider House Rules. We have Tom Cruise and Magnolia, Michael Clark Duncan in the Green Mile, Jude Law, the talented Mr. Ripley, and Haley Joel Osment, the Sixth Sense. Uh, uh, this, 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 it's stacked. Every it's year, stacked. Yeah. every year this is stacked. Yeah. Who okay. do you have? Or is there anything you, anyone you want to talk about specifically? Um, I have somebody I don't want to talk about and I don't really. Yeah, yes. Let's let. So let's yeah. just kick let's, off Kevin yeah, Spacey just from this island. Yeah. Like the usual suspects, really great movie. He's good in it. Great performance. He's good in everything he does, but I don't care anymore. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Uh, okay. I, I, I will say this. If, if he was like, even Regardless of that, I, I wouldn't have chosen him. Yeah, I, me neither. I, I have a specific yeah. person for this. I, and, oh, you know what? I think I think we're on the same page again. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then I'm going to be right? like, and then you're and then you're going to say something, and I'm be no, like, stop, wait, stop, what? Stop, okay. Stop, stop, so, stop. is it 1998 Robin Williams for of Good Will Hunting? Of course. of course, of course. I have a question. Was that the first? Because you and I are like around the same age, and we grew up with like you know. Um, like Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, yeah. Robin Williams. Was yeah. this your first experience with like serious Robin Williams? Because it was yes, for- because I didn't I didn't watch Dead Men, Dead Poets Society, Dead Society until very exactly. until later. So I yeah, I didn't watch it until college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me neither. Um, and I think people knew because of that that he had this potential. But like, oh man, like his character in Goodwill Hunting is like it's like the it's. It's the glue. It's the glue, right? It's that. the reason I call people chief. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't think there's much to say. Although I did have a close second for really? different reasons. Yes. So I What's your close think second? my close um, second you, would have been Spacey. Cuba. Uh, my, Cuba. Yes. <laughs> because I love that performance and that character in Jerry Maguire wow. like I really actually love Jerry Maguire the movie and um I don't know why I said the movie like I didn't know why I qualified it with the movie because I, I mean I guess because it's a person's name so maybe I that's why it was like the movie um Jerry Maguire colon the movie is a great movie but I really like I get that I get why he is on this list I get why he won or no, yeah, I get why he won. Like I, really? it's such a, it's such a fun, effusive performance. It is for the, sure. Like energy level, like everything. Um, yeah, but you know, obviously true. there's a clear winner here, so we don't have to talk more about it, but, um, uh, do you, from everybody that you just named in terms of like the nominees and all oh, those years, man. like, do you have a person uh, unfortunately, I have a lot here. Like, oh, okay. I, I love Brad Pitt in Twelve Monkeys. Like, I, I, I love Brad Pitt when he's like a. Uh, I mean, I don't want to turn. The, I don't really want to like go here like in too deep, but I have this theory that like Brad Pitt actually should have been a character actor. Yeah, he's too okay, you agree. to be one, but he okay. absolutely is a character actor. Okay, yeah, like Twelve Monkeys, um, even like the smallest bitty parts, like um, True Romance. Yeah, you know, it's like he's so good when he's the like the weirder he is, you know. Um, and so I I love Brett. I wouldn't choose him, but I, you know who? If you go to the next year, like when Cuba wins, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. This I guess this is why I was surprised when you were like, I have a close second, is because I, I, I actually don't think Cuba should have won. Like, when I, like, William H. Macy is great. I in would Fargo? Have, in Fargo, I'd have him above Cuba, but I secretly, uh, like, think Ed Norton should have won for Primal Fear. Like, that, that performance, like, to this day, still scares the crap out of me. I don't think I watch Primal Fear because of that, but yes. Um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, you know, Robert Forster, Jackie Brown. Um, e- you could even talk me into like Ed Harris, Truman Show. Um, but no, I, regardless, right? Full stop. Eve, Ed Norton would be my close second, but nothing touches Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Just, especially yeah. people of our age, you know, it just nothing touches that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on to. I'm gonna go a little out of order. Let's do best actor. Let's like snake around. Does that sound okay. good? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Ready. 96. We have Nicolas Cage leaving Las Vegas. Um, nominees are Richard Dreyfuss, uh, Mr. Holland's Opus, Anthony Hopkins, Nixon, Sean Penn, Dead Man Walking. No, Steve. Can you just name the oh, winners yeah. first because oh, yeah. I think that's confusing. Okay. You know what? Yeah. You are correct. Nicholas Cage, Leaving Las Vegas. Jeffrey Rush, Shine. 1997. 1997. 98, Jack Nicholson, As Good As It Gets. Uh, 99, Roberto Benigni, Life is Beautiful. <laughs> Kevin Spacey in 2000 for American Beauty. Um, okay. I, let's go over the, oh, I did 96. Uh, the year Jeffrey Rush won. We have Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire, Ralph Fiennes, The English Patient. Woody Harrelson, The People vs. Larry Flynn. I, I can't believe he was nominated for that. Billy Bob Thornton for Sling Blade. Uh, the year Jack Nicholson wins, we have Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. Robert Duvall, The Apostle. Peter Fonda, uh, Yulie's Gold. Dustin Hoffman for Wag the Dog. Uh, for the year Roberto Benigni wins, we have Tom Hanks, Saving Private Ryan. Ian McKellen, Gods and Monsters. Nick Nolte for Affliction. Edward Norton for American History X. For the year Kevin Spacey wins, we have Russell Crowe for The Insider, uh, Richard Farnsworth for The Straight Story, Sean Penn, Sweet and Lowdown, Denzel Washington, The Hurricane. Okay. I really like this category, too. This list do is- you? I because do. I don't, I had a hard time with this category. Really? Mostly because I was just like, met about a lot of things. Oh, you know, I'm thinking more of the nominees than the winners. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I had a really hard time with choosing out of this five as well. Um, I mean, I, I feel like my answer is probably going to surprise you, um, but I, I actually chose Roberto Benigni for Life is Beautiful. Tell me why. Yeah, you know, I'll be completely honest and say, for, it's like a very personal choice, but I remember him winning. That was like one of the first, like I watched the Oscars a little bit. Yeah. You know, the years prior to, but you know, in 99, I'm like 13. I'm a teenager and I'm really getting into like pop culture. You know what I mean? For like the first time. Um, and I remember like around then that's when like, uh, I feel like like Access Hollywood was like becoming like a thing in my mm-hmm, life that, like, mm-hmm. I watched, you know? And I remember watching the Oscars and when he like i didn't even need to youtube it because i can i remember it i picture it he like jumps out 
is like walking on top of the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it was what I so mean? fun. To see it was that. so fun. Yeah. Even though nobody had heard of this guy because exactly. he's obviously an Italian um, actor, and like, like thinking about it now, I'm just and like, he shouldn't have incredible. won. I'm gonna say it right now. He shouldn't have won. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He obviously shouldn't have won. But, um, I just remember that, and I remember thinking like, oh wow, like, that's so cool, you know. And so that's kind of my personal choice, like, I, especially because there was no, you know, Robin Williams, Goodwill Hunting type performance from the other winners. So I went with like a deeply personal choice for me, based on the Oscar, um, the Oscar like a uh, like, ceremony. Itself. Yes, I was gonna say yeah. not performance, the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. I don't agree because again, I had a hard time with this. Um, I think Nicolas Cage is quite good in um leaving oh, Las very... Vegas as the addict and like ne- like the fact that he's like now like much more known and celebrated for like, I don't know, like the National Treasure movies. Uh just like he sometimes like can feel like a one note actor almost. Um, but this is before we knew that about him. But this is, and so it is interesting to see, like, because sometimes, because, like, like, usually it's the reverse, right? Like, you're known for this, and then, like, you have this, like, breakout role, and, like, it opens your world up into a lot of things. But he's deliberately gone the other way, where he's, like, I'm going to work on blockbusters now. And I'm, like, that's cool, yeah. Nicolas Cage. And also, um, weirdly has an Asian fetish, and, like, his wife wives have been, like, all, like, very tiny, petite, like, Asian women, which is whatever. Um, because he can't in good conscience, like, I don't know, like, I, I personally, if I just had to pick a performance of the movies that I have seen, like, I really, really loved Jack Nicholson in As Good As It Gets, and that's really all I have to say about this category, like, if we're taking Kevin Spacey out, because we are, um, because I don't want to talk about him, um, yeah, I think, I think so, like, a celebrated actor who really does a lot of, um, just, like, scaring the shit out of you kind of roles right yeah, like yeah. just all the things that he like just all the intensity that he brings especially with his face it's like such an intense face um like he's in this like really sweet and by saying calling it this way like i think i like am doing it a disservice but it's a very like as good as it gets as a like obviously a rom-com but it's yeah. like it's really sweet and like moving and um about people who can like really come into your lives and change your life and so like I don't know like I really I I don't know I I and I know this not his like first award like I don't actually know how many um Oscars he's won three um but I think it does say something that like both he and Helen Hunt like like won that year and maybe it was a it was a like a not so great year for the other nominees, which we'll get into when you like list off all the other nominees. But yeah, like so, I'm just gonna go with that. Okay, okay. Um, is there any performance that like really stood out to you from the from the nominees? Yeah, so a couple, but um, obviously Matt Damon and Goodwill oh, Hunting, yeah. like oh, yeah. just just so good. Like I just I can't like yeah, obviously Tom Hanks and Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. But again, once again, Tom Hanks Tom. literally won like two back-to-back Oscars in a row like 
And again, I know it's not about that. It's about rewarding people for those performances in each specific year versus sure, sure. like what ends up happening, which sometimes we just give awards to people because we're just like, oh, Gun Close hasn't won anything. Why don't we try to get like, that's not the way it works. But, right. uh, but you know, obviously also that's the way it works. But I will say, um, uh, I know you mentioned Jerry Maguire or Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because I actually think that his better performance is his performance in Magnolia, which oh, he was the supporting actor for, uh, which I totally, yeah, forgot to mention. Um, but I think Tom Cruise, as weird as he is in, in real life, um, is long overdue for an Oscar. And I don't know what we need to do to get him wait, there. Wait, wait, um, really? Yes, I actually, I think he's a fantastic actor. He's so good in... Um, I mean, obviously, he's really good in Magnolia. He's so good in Jerry Maguire. He, like, when I think of American movie actor, like, I think of Tom Cruise. And not just because of his face. Like, he can, I mean, he obviously has carried a movie. And again, I think that, um, what it, what just got delayed this uh, today, um, I think Mission, is it Mission Impossible or Top Gun? One of his movies got delayed again, and now it's coming out in 2023 versus this year, or 2022 versus this year. And if that's the case, then I think in 2022, like, he has a bunch of things coming out. He's, he has Top Gun yeah. coming out. He has Mission, But, like, you know, I think it'll be a test for him whether he can really sell movies because he just hasn't been tested in a really long time because he hasn't like release anything in a really long time but um i don't know like do you not agree like i think he's such a good compelling performer and he's good with whatever he's given that yeah i i I, I feel like he's gonna pull a leonardo dicaprio someday and just like you know surprise somebody surprise people with a performance in some sort of like i don't know prestige film and we'll give him his oscar but yeah like i I kind of stand Tom Cruise's acting. You know, um, no, I agree with your assessment of Tom Cruise's acting. Like Jerry Maguire, I, I think ooh, the one the one movie you actually left out was Rain Man. Oh yes, you Love know, Rain Man. Yeah. Um, and I think he has multiple, not just one, but multiple performances that are worthy of an Oscar. How many times has he been nominated? Let me look that up while you're talking. Sure, um, but. I I don't think it's one of those things where it's like he's overdue. I, I, like um, uh, like he's put in so many years, and it's like I can't believe he didn't win again. You know what I mean? Like I, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, he's not a leader. Yeah, DiCaprio because yeah. So like that, that that's kind of why I was taken aback. But then once you start explaining, oh, okay, yeah, yeah no, I, I I agree with these assessments. But you know, when I think of someone who's like, oh, they're overdue. It's like how has um. You know, yeah, how has, like, Leo not won yet? You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how has Scorsese, like, Do not- you think that it will maybe most likely never happen for him? Because never- his personal life overshadows. Oh. Like, his. Interesting. Like, I think too many people find his, like, very deep connection to Scientology. Scientology. Like, um, too. It, it's such a bar- it's too much of a barrier um right. for him to campaign for and eventually like win something like i don't I, know i i also you know, think that i i think for me i i get to the same conclusion but i take a different avenue getting there um 
I actually don't think the Scientology thing matters too, too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that can wax and wane depending on what people are like outraged about at the, yeah. at the moment. Um, for me, it's the fact that I think he clearly has gone into action movie. Like, this is just what I'm going to do from now on. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. this is how, because I think he tried one last time with, um, yo, what was that World War II movie? Was it Valkyrie? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Was it Valkyrie? You know what I'm talking about, right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah, right. I think that was like his last attempt, and he was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'll just make Jack Reacher and Mission Possible. Okay. You know, or like that day, or whatever. You know, Uh, that's why I don't think it'll happen. Not because he's isn't capable of it, but I think, and and you know, like you mentioned, the oh, can he one day show up in a like? From what we know about Tom Cruise, he's not the type to join your project. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's the type to be like, oh, this is the thing I want to do. You know, and I'm going to hire the director. It, you know, I'm going to produce it. Um, I, I'm going to be, like, kind of the the guy running the show and hiring people or handpicking people for my project. So that's kind of why I don't think he'll ever get there. I mean, I could be wrong. It's hard to, it's like, I mean, with him specifically, it's hard to tell how old he is. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him if, like, in his twilight years, he gave us a performance that, like, well, I was just going to you know? say that because his career at the moment is unsustainable. Um, you would think, you would I think, mean, yeah, he's probably going to do this until he's like 70, 80, but like, he can't be jumping off planes you would think forever and so i think at some point he has to pivot to think that things that are maybe he is like then like the next jack nicholson like again jack nicholson is like very much out of our like like timeline of time frame of like when we started watching things and i i can't say that i do a really good job of like watching things that are before my time but i associate him as just like an old person um mm-hmm. who has done a lot of things in his like older years like senior years um and maybe tom cruise like he has that in him like i think eventually he's gonna because physically he cannot um but like i think he eventually is gonna move more into the same logic that you're applying to like a lot of the things that like you know this is my movie like i'm gonna like i think he's gonna do that with like like prestige projects and like pick the directors and writers that he wants to work with and like craft a vehicle for himself that like I I I don't think he doesn't want that the Oscar like I I, I mean I, 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 I know exactly he's very saying. ambitious you know yeah for um, sure for sure and for someone who is like really chasing after like what he, like the career that he's had like I I 100% think that like that that's probably on his like roadmap of his like career if he doesn't you know kill himself like you know jumping yeah. off a helicopter or something. You know what um, it is? It's like I just I just can't imagine the next time he's going to make something like The Last Samurai. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um it's I think it's so interesting that you bring up Jack Nicholson as the like corollary mm-hmm. there. Um and this is how you know we're both like one good at this and two like on the same page because good at this okay because when you mention when you talk about like tom cruise and in the comparison and career trajectory to jack nicholson as like a predecessor i think of the overlap in a few good men Mm. you know and they're Mm -hmm. both you Mm -hmm, know i mm -hmm. mean like jack nicholson 
that um that generation of 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 actors right you have you know jack nicholson you know we mentioned you know dustin hoffman de niro pacino and and gene hackman like that kind of like quintet of like movie star or, or actors i don't want to say movie star actors right yeah i mean cruz holds his own in a few like it's not like jack nicholson is blowing him out of the water right you know? right right um and so I, th- I you know you when you say that you it actually does uh change my mind a little bit like in terms of how realistic i think that is if you'd asked me before our conversation i would have said no way but when you mention it and then i think of specifically a few good men i'm like no you know it's in it's in it's in there and yeah i mean that's a, that's one that we totally didn't mention you know when we, t- we talk about jerry mcguire magnolia i bring in rain man and then i totally forgot about um like last samurai which is whatever but he's good in it you know and then um or is it like a few a few good men the firm you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah no, no i you know it, oh also I would bet it. He is the best thing in Tropic Thunder, Steve. Ooh. He is literally the best thing in I Tropic don't know. Thunder. I think no. he's the most entertaining thing. I don't know if he's the best thing. I think. I mean, because it's so entertaining and it's so, like, out of character. Um, although, I mean, Tropic Thunder is just full of, like, what the F moments. But um, I just, I, yeah. Like, I think, like, he has range. You see that. And, like, I just in our lifetime and hopefully in his, because obviously he's much older than us. Like I hope to see him win an Oscar. And I don't know why I'm yeah. going so hard for somebody who. No, I get it. I get I'm it. I'm just like, you are like crazy. I don't understand yeah. Scientology. I don't understand why you are this person, but yeah. I get it. Um, Let's move on to best actress. You want to do that one? Yes, I will do the honors, but you have to pull up the other nominee. Yeah, I got you. Um, okay. So the people that we'll be picking winners from, 1996, Susan Sarandon, Dead Man Walking. 1997, Frances McDormand, Fargo. 1998, Helen Hunt, As Good As It Gets. 99, Gwyneth Paltrow, Shakespeare in Love. And 2000, Hilary Swank, Boys Don't Cry. I had a hard time with this one. Uh, really? Interesting. I, I didn't have so much of a, of a hard time. I'm, I'm curious to hear who your close second was. I'll go through the nominees real quick. Uh, the year Susan Sarandon wins, we have Elizabeth Shue leaving Las Vegas, Sharon Stone in Casino, Meryl Streep, The Bridges of Madison County, Aww. Emma Thompson, Sense and Sensibility. Uh, the year Frances McDormand wins, we have uh, Brenda, I don't know how you say her last name, Blethen? Blethen? Blethen, Blethen uh, I think. Blethen, yeah. Secrets and Lies, Diane Keaton, Marvin's Room, Kristen Scott Thomas, The English Patient, The English Patient. I always have trouble with that. Emily Watson, Breaking the Waves. The year Helen Hunt wins, we have Helena Bottom. Bottom Bonham Carter, The Wings of the Dove, Julie Christie, Afterglow, uh, The Dame, Judy Dench, and Mrs. Brown, Kate Winslet in Titanic. Uh, the year Gwyneth Paltrow wins, we have Kate Blanchett in Elizabeth, uh, Fernanda Montenegro in Central Station, Meryl Streep, One True Thing, Emily Watson, Hillary, and Jackie. The year Hillary Swank wins, we have Annette Benning for American Beauty, uh, Janet McTeer, Tumbleweeds, Julianne Moore, the end of the affair and Meryl Streep again for music of the heart. The goat. The goat. She really, she genuinely is the goat. Who do you have out of the five winners? Um, I have Hillary Swank. Wow. Boys don't cry. I mean, that's that's a good. That's that's 
I don't love Hillary Swank, but there I go. I don't know. I think that was that, that was a moment. That movie was, that had was such a huge a, moment. That was such a moment, and the way she embodies this character so completely, fully, and she went from being this like un relatively unknown actress who. Like, if you look at her IMDb page, it's all, like, TV movies, TV shows. I'm not knocking TV. That is literally not what sure, I'm saying. Sure, of course. Um, and then with this one performance and this one, like, chance that she took on doing this, like, she then becomes this, like, Oscar-nominated and then goes on to win not just this award, but, like, a couple of years later, a million-dollar baby. Dollar baby. Um, so, I mean, Hilary Swank, like, really just just you know overturns a lot of like just becomes this person that like is now in this echelon of like okay like this is a prestige actress um yeah judging by the performance alone but if I were to Roberto Benigni this thing I love Gwyneth Paltrow's like entire Oscar night like that pink Mm -hmm. gown Mm -hmm. this like back Mm -hmm. hair Mm -hmm. wasn't her date Brad Pitt um think her thinking her dad like they're just like it like embodies like the magical oscars moment that the the night that she wins that award um so if i were like you know that like was a close second for me and not performance like i act like do without shakespeare in love at in general as a movie but like you know you've got francis mcdormand and like susan sarandon here like no like that's not what i'm gonna go with but like yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, just love, love, love that um, that whole night for her. Mm, interesting. Okay. All right. Um, I'm actually going to go Frances McDormand. Fargo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And as you should, like, I really, like, that's a great, great, like, that, that also puts her on this map. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think for me, it's like, because Frances McDormand, I find to be at least in like the in terms of like the general public to be like very underrated yeah. undervalued yeah. um and you know i mean it's it's fargo it's the cohen brothers you know and she is clearly up to the task mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um she i i feel like i i have never seen a bad I, not that i've seen every performance you know but she's good in everything, you know? She's good in Fargo. She's good in, in Primal Fear that's in the same year. Um, you know, I she's the mom and almost famous, right? Uh, uh, oh, shoot, is she? I think so, you know? Um, and, like, we can talk how, you know, like, I mean, we were recording back then, but, uh, you know, we didn't love, like, Three Billboards. You know what I mean? No, no, we did not. But, but, but neither good. did anybody else. And yes, you are right. She is the mom and almost famous. Oh my, yeah. You know, and so um, I, I really like her, you know. Um, and you watch, did you watch Nomadland? No, no, I didn't. She's very good in Nomadland. I'm, she's good in everything. She's good in everything, yes, she's yes. And she's also. Even if the she, stuff she's in is not good. Correct. Um, I can't say that I've watched every single thing that she's been in, but. Oh, um, I definitely haven't, yeah. Um, but she is, you should watch Nomadland. And um, uh, she is also a glorified character actor. Like, she's, mm-hmm. like, the stuff that she, like, yeah, she's, uh, 
I just also really like people who are sort of above the Hollywood fray, and she'll oftentimes like Ooh, not I show like up that. to I, not show I, up to awards. I like or, what yes, you know, like I it's do. not important for her. She's not campaigning for anything. Um, yeah, and there's like a there's also just like I respect that because like I think it's hard not to get caught up in like Oscar season. She doesn't do it in like, a showy way, right? Because there's yeah. some people that do that. But in a very like, oh, look at me, not care. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And you can tell that that's what I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, she's just like, I really believe in the project, believe in the people that I work with, believe in my director. And that's why I'm here, basically. But not like because like I have to play this game of, um, you know, yeah. Um, should we pour one out for the Gotes Meryl Streep? No, because I think... I mean, do you mean like in like a celebratory way? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. just like what a what a what character. a champ, what a champ, what a, what a champ. Um, quick shout out to Sharon Stone in Casino. I definitely wouldn't have. She wouldn't have won, but um, just quick shout. I don't out. think I watched that movie. It's but I do. I do love Sharon Stone. It's 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 intense. Um, do you have a nominee you want to talk about before I go on to director? Um, I don't think so. Not particularly. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best director in '96 we have Mel Gibson for Braveheart. In '97 we have Anthony Minghella. Is that Minghella? Yep. For The English Patient. James Cameron in '98 for Titanic. '99 Spielberg for Saving Private Ryan, and two that 2000 Sam Mendes for American Beauty. Uh, I gotta tell you. I had, this is I think this is the one I had the hardest time with. Mm, interesting. And I, I, I I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, 98, 99, 2000. It, I, I'm telling you right now. I'm not going Mel Gibson or Anthony Minghella. Uh, Minghella. Wait. Do you love? Do you? Is Braveheart also like one of? No, the no, 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 no. Braveheart is. It's like fine. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Um. But I'm not like. There's some people that really love Braveheart. Yes. And I'm just, like, not one of them. Like, I get why. Okay. okay. But I'm, yeah. I'm just like, no, it's it's fine. You know, but I'm not like, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. You know what I mean? Um, I think in because ter- I really like Sam Mendes. I, I think he's really good. I think he's very good at, at his job. I think he's very good at, at what he does. Um, you know, I think... I really liked Skyfall, you know, um, mm-hmm. Spectre, like not so much, but um, it's not going to be him. It's going to be two of the most influential directors of all time, James Cameron or Steven Spielberg. I'll be I'll be completely honest, Jen. I hadn't made up. No, I I kept flip flopping and I'm still not sure who I'm going to go with. Um, I. Oh. Okay, do you want me to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit hard because I'm like, do you give it to the person who is probably the greatest living director of all time? Like, right, Steven Spielberg? We, yeah. Like, he's, he's up there. Um, the man give, did Jaws. The you know, man he, like, did, he yeah, created, yeah. He created what we consider, like, the blockbuster. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Do we... Give it to you. I also agree with you on Sam Mendes. I 
did not watch 1917 and I did not want to watch 1917 because it was such a close race between actually Parasite wasn't even like I didn't I don't think anybody like thought that it was actually going to win so but like because 1917 was well I mean I bet on it but yes it was it was one of those things where I'm just like oh I'm gonna bet on this but I don't actually think I'm gonna win but I'm doing it for my heart um uh 1917 like I did not want to see it win. I did not want Sam Mendes to win and because of that like I kind of like put away like any thoughts that I had for Sam Mendes except he is you're right like an exceptional director American Beauty is an exceptional movie and he's like um he's theater trained so he's actually done Mm. a lot of theater stuff and I recently um saw a play called The Ferryman which was so good and it was like a Sam Mendes joint you know um and so I have a lot of respect for him but the person that I'm gonna go with I think ultimately is going to be Steven Spielberg also because I want to rectify what happened in 1999 in best picture category. And we can talk about that when we talk about best Ooh. picture um, with this, because I think this is just technolo- technically speaking, like war movies, I think are just like general, like really hard, right? Like there's a lot going on. It's chaotic. And, um, and saving private Ryan is like, such a good movie. I'm never going to watch it again. Cause I just, I don't want to, but um, whoa, 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 really quick. Have you only watched it like once? Yeah. I think that really? was really for me. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. you don't consider that like a movie you could go back to? No, it's gut wrenching. Like I don't want to watch it. Um, Interesting. Okay. 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 Uh, also bloody. I don't really like. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Steven Spielberg. Also because I don't like James Cameron as a person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is okay. that good enough? Uh, yeah. No. You know what? I'm again. It's gonna be one of those things where I arrive at the same place, but for different reasons. Uh huh. It's got to be Spielberg. Okay. It's just, you're it's not gonna got, give it to you're not gonna give it to Sam. No, no. You know why? You know why? Because Save It Private Ryan is the perfect. I don't think it's his his best movie. I we actually should go through what we our favorite Spielberg's uh Spielberg movies. It's not. It's on my list of like you know my four favorite. But I will say that Saving Private Ryan is like the perfect middle ground between his like uh like Jurassic Park Jaws Raiders movie making mm-hmm. awe inspiring and his like Munich band of brothers like passion projects. Yeah. It's so interesting to see his like filmography because you like kind of can't point to yeah, like you just kind of can't pin him down. Like, like he did Ready Player One. Like, I don't understand why. Like, and he's like, he's doing um, West Side Story, and I'm literally like, I don't get this, but I'll take it because I'm sure it'll be in good hands. Because uh, I think there's a lot of people who are very vested in West Side Story and are nervous about an, an adaptation of it. And like, yeah, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's only won. Um, I think he's only really won. Well, how many? Sorry, I should know this. I thought I had looked this up. He's only won three Oscars, and I think one was like an honorary one. So, like, for being the goat, like he also like it's not like he's yeah, but you know, and... with director though, it, it's like you can you can 
like directly um there's like a direct relationship between like how many oscars you've won this is true gold status for actor but with but with directors it's a little different yeah i'm gonna google like what's who's the best director who's the director who's won the most and i i i yeah you're right i think maybe that's who's won the most oscars okay anyways but um it, it it it's spielberg i'm overthinking it it's it's definitely spielberg like okay. this is, and it shouldn't have been close. I don't know why I went back and forth. It's just because like Wait, you went back and forth between Sam Mendes, no, 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 and James Cameron or James Cameron, James Cameron. Ah, okay. Because I think Titanic is such an achievement. Yeah. You know. Um, okay. And and it's like one of those things where like it has only grown as like both Leo has gotten bigger and as like James Cameron like clearly has not let go of his obsession with the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like his own movie. I mean like the actual. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. Doesn't you know? doesn't he like hasn't he gone down to that yeah. side like multiple times? Yeah. Multiple times. All know? right. Well, why don't we move on to then best picture because I think we're Let's like skirting around it. So I can read the categories and then you can tell me like all the other nominees Got if you it. want to. Um, ninety six Braveheart wins. Ninety seven The English Patient. Ninety eight Titanic. Ninety nine Shakespeare in Love. And 2000 American Beauty. So those are the five nominees. That we, we have to choose from. from those five. We have to I choose have a five. clear winner here. <laughs> I think you might also. But we, okay. our reasons might be different. Fair, fair. Um, okay, the nominees. The year Braveheart wins, we have Apollo 13, Babe, The Postman, uh, Sense and Sensibility. The year The English Patient wins, we have Fargo, Jerry Maguire, Secrets and Lies, Shine. The year Titanic wins, we have uh, As Good As It Gets, The Full Monty, the full Monty, geez. Uh, mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. The year Shakespeare in Love wins is we have Elizabeth, uh, Life is Beautiful, Saving Private Ryan, The Thin Red Line. The year American Beauty wins, we have The Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider, and The Sixth Sense. Uh, Jen, what is Oh, my God, The Sixth Sense. Um, obviously, Babe, but a close second would be... No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If if the if the five winners are the nominees, right? Oh, so from the nominees, yes, from the actual game that we're actually playing. Yeah. So I think ours is the same. I think, um, but I'm gonna go with '98 Titanic. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, of course. And this is not like a movie, like it's not like oh, we love Titanic choice. Yes. Um, what are your? What is your biggest reason? You know, my my biggest reason is just the influence it had. And how long it has withstood the test of time. Okay. As as a movie that is still infinitely rewatchable. Yeah. You know, and it's memeable, and uh, which I That's think is like all only, you want from a movie. Yep. I, I okay. This this might sound stupid, but I feel like that's like. Nowadays, like legit, not that people try to do that intentional, but that's like a legitimate reason to like be able to go back to a movie or enjoy the movie or you know what I mean. It's just like yeah. It has aged the best. Yeah. It it just both in both like the subject matter and like the movie itself, but also like the experience in watching it. It has just aged the best out of these five. So I think last time I we talked about this, but I have to send you Bowen Yang's impression of the tight ty- the iceberg. I, 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 I watched. It have you watched you, it? Did yeah, you not think it was like the funniest thing ever? It was funny. It was. It was pretty- okay. So. <laughs> 
that aside, um, the reason why I went with Titanic is because I want the Oscars to get to a point where they are rewarding or it's not just about, it's not just about the most like prestigious, dramatic, um, independent, like nobody's seen this, but the performances are great. The storyline like is killer and that's it. Like, when we talk about the movies, we need to take into account, and the and the Academy knows this acutely because every freaking year they lose, they lose. Like the ratings have been going down, declining steadily since like God knows when. And at some point, it's not even going to be televised anymore because it's not; it'll not be worth it. But until that happens, one of the re- one of the ways that they can kind of rectify that situation is to put more emphasis on. On all types of movies, right? So, like, we've talked about this where, like, there are Oscar-caliber comedies. There are Oscar-caliber horror films. Mm -hmm. And those don't get nominated or looked at because they're not dramas or they're not this, like, whatever that it factor that, like, a movie. You have to be so good. You have to be get-out-level Levels Correct, of- and I don't even think Get Out was 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 it nominated for Best Picture? I think. You're- oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I know it was nominated definitely for um, screenplay, which it ended up winning. But it's good that they. Okay, so anyways, the point I'm trying to make is Titanic was like the most commercially commercially um, successful movie in a really long. long time. And if you're looking at this list just straight up, like. It is the most commercially successful movie, like on this, like very short list that we have. You can add up all the other ones combined. It's still yes, and it's a it's a straight up blockbuster, and that's like also not an easy feat considering it was literally three hours. And I, as a what was I in um, this year, like seventh grader, eighth grader, I watched Titanic three times in the movies. Like I like made my parents drive me to go see Titanic three times and um it it's it's such a cultural like zeitgeist and like yeah like at like you say like it's it it holds up like all of this but like it's romance it's like it's it's just a commercial like it's it's a blockbuster and James Cameron made a blockbuster he knows that I mean the subject matter like based on history whatever but like at the end of the day it is a freaking like I don't know. It's it's just it's not what you would consider like a traditional Oscar movie, I don't think. And I I need this to be a more normal thing where we're recognizing blockbusters. And like, you know, I know like last year when the Academy announced that they would have this like category for like most popular picture or whatever, mm-hmm. I understood the sentiment. I don't think it was executed properly and I don't think that's the way that we should be awarding something like that. But but it's that idea of like, how do we figure out a way to like recognize uh, movies and performances that sit above this like, like I don't know, like I don't know, like I can't think of another word other than like prestige. Um, and it's the right word for it. It's like let's normalize that, right? Like the movie industry or the movie, like why can't Avengers: Infinity War be or Avengers whatever like be a movie that's seriously in contention for something other than like what is it visual effects yeah, that's visual how they effects. get away yeah. with like things like that like visual effects sometimes sound um and i think that's just bs like 
movies are about what gets people into those Talk seats and movies um, that people like really want to watch. And it's it's just it's just like bullshit that like movies that like three people see, but like you know made somebody cry or like made like or like had a performance that like was like talked about so much like and that's the only like that's yeah I don't know like let's just let's think about these things you know no I listen I hear you um I I heard this on uh the rewatchables um for the Titanic no no no, it was for Rain Man Mm. and they were saying how Rain Man and Titanic are the last two times the movie that made the the number one grossing movie of the year also won best picture interesting you know and so i i think you're right it's like when they ask like oh how do we how do we recognize popular films at the oscars uh just do what you did here and just recognize it like you don't need the caveat for or like best popular no it's like you did it you've done it there's there's there are antecedents here you know there are there's a there's like a path here yeah. Just recognize it. That's it. That's it. It uh, made Titanic. $600 million dollars at the box office in the U.S. and Canada, and it made $2 billion worldwide. Like, not That's many insane. movies can do that, you know? That's insane. Also, banging <laughs> soundtrack, like, or, like, just the best, like, I will die on a hill for this. Like, it Celine is the Dion. best, yeah, it is the best original song winner, like, of all time. I mean, $2 billion in 98 also is, like, that's, like, $10 billion now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made an unreal amount of money. Um, That was fun. That was was really, really fun. I realized as we were talking, we didn't go through the nominees for director, but it's it's fine. You know, Coen Brothers, Fargo, Gus Ah. Van Sant, Goodwill Hunting, um, you know, Spike Jones being John Malkovich, but, I mean, whatever it is. It's Spielberg, obviously, by, by a mile. Um, This was fun. This, I cannot wait to do more of these. Uh, we'll do it every so often. It, did you want to uh, say anything, or do you want to talk about either any of the nominees or or anything before we moved on to um, obsessions of the episode? No, I think um, we have, what, like five more of these? Like, I don't know how to do math because um, we're going to go through t- 2020 and b- break them up into like five, five yeah, yeah, yeah. increments, right? Uh-huh. So. Yeah, we'll record a bunch and we'll release them and we we fully understand that this has nothing to do with anything in terms of like, it's not like it's tied to award season or anything like that, right, but right. just really, um, and if that, if this also helps jog people's like memories and oh. you, you end up going back to go watch Good Will Hunting I like or it. I Titanic, like then like, then yeah, like, yo, ready? Okay. Still sort of in quarantine, right? Like, yeah, all right, check it out ready? all the time. Ready? Out of the winners. Right, any of the winners, so it could be supporting, lead, uh, what is it, um, director and, yeah. and feature, right? Any yeah. of those movies, choose one you recommend people go go watch again. I'll go first. You want me to go okay. first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone, go back and watch Saving Private Ryan. Well, it's I was just banger, gonna say, I was just gonna say that, and also like, but say that for myself because. When you were like, you've only watched it once. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should go watch it again. It's it it's it's not as especially when you know how it ends. No, it's super gory. Um, but it's not as like uh like it's not as much of a bummer. Okay. 
I, at least I don't I don't think so. I've watched it a few times, but no, it's not that it's not that. It's like I don't do well with gore, um, which is why I can't watch it again. But I feel like I should watch it again. So I will I will take that. I will. Yeah, I will figure out where it's where it is. Um, I think that. I think that I need to watch rewatch Shakespeare in Love because I'm Whoa, just I fascinated by the fact that it won so many things. I mean, it it, it nominated it, for so many I, things, and like I kind of can't remember it. And I know it was controversial because a lot of people were just like, "Really, this one over Saving yeah. Private Ryan?" So you and I, I think, are just recommending like two at odds movies, except for very different reasons, right? Like yours is to validate how good Saving Private Ryan is and then mine is to test if Shakespeare and Love kind of holds up and like yeah um ready let's go into our obsessions of the episode uh do, do you we talked about this a little bit offline do you want me to go first no I'm gonna go first because mine's oh. depressing okay go for it go for it so we are rapidly approaching the anniversary of 9-11 and when that happened, I literally, like, on 9-10 and 9-11, I'm glued to, like, the History Channel and the Discovery Channel mm-hmm. because they'll do these, like, 24, 48-hour marathons of, like, all the documentaries. And this year, in particular, is a big year because it's, like, literally the 20-year anniversary of, of 9-11. And I think um, more so um, with with like the American troops pulling out of Afghanistan. Like, I just think there's a lot of things that still resonate. Um, and there's life before nine 11, there's life after there's, it's absolutely like a singular world event that like completely changed the way like we live and like we look at the world. I, I kind of think that COVID is like a second coming of that because I think Mm, there would be mm -hmm. pre COVID life. We've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And the post COVID life. So, um, you know, COVID, in the last year and a half, like, has really been reminding me of, like, like, 9-11 vibes, just in terms of, like, you know, like, how we live life. Anyways, um, uh, so I will be ramping up my 9-11 content consumption in a few days. I'm not laughing, like, haha, like, that's funny. Like, I just am just like, what are you doing, man? But there is a Netflix series, um, that just, came out in time for the 20th anniversary it's called turning point and it's like a like a five six episode series and it's been in the top 10 the last couple of um days so i think a lot of people are kind of doing what i'm doing but um but yeah like just kind of remembering the events that have transpired through watching a lot of documentaries and content around it is is sort of like going to be what i do for the next like week okay all right cool um mine is super not that mine yeah is... which is why i wanted you to end with, because i was just like we can't end on that yeah. note mine is canine intervention on netflix uh I did not expect that yeah my wife and i have been i've been watching episodes we actually put a deposit down for a dog because <gasps> we want to get yeah. a dog yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you pics um and uh so you know the only th- the only thing i knew about like training dogs was like stuff i'd seen on remember when caesar milan was like a thing yes what, um, what happened to the dog whisperer yeah the dog the dog whisperer um but then i guess there was like some as people were like growing more educated and as the internet gave rise to like 
people being able to like gather um something people like some of the backlash was like oh that's like a lot of like negative reinforcement, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, canine intervention is all about like canine rehabilitation and enforcing like uh, like it's a lot of like positive reinforcement and it yeah it's really about rehabilitating dogs, mm-hmm. right? And I just feel like I've learned like so much watching like the first like three episodes. I think there's yeah. five or six, and it's like it's great and it's not just about the dogs; it's about the people too. Um, and it's, it's not really, it can be overly both like sentimental and kind of cheesy and corny, but, um, it's not like overly dramatic, even though there is like drama, it's not, it's not like drama for drama's sake. You know, they've def- there's no hamming it up. There's, it's just can be like kind of cheesy. What is it on? Like, um, Netflix. No, but oh. like, is it like a, uh, like a discovery show? Like what? So it's it's this guy who he does like uh, dog training in California, but no, they, no. But what network is it on? Like A and E? Like what is it? Is oh no, it it's it's just it's a Netflix. It's original. a Netflix original. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was like a, you know, like a A and E original. No, nah, no, nah, it, it's 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 Netflix. You know, um, yeah, I it's 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 cool. My my wife and I we want to get a dog pretty badly, and so. We've been watching that, and it's uh, it's good. It's really good. I'm very friend, excited for you. Yeah, a friend had recommended it a while ago, yeah. but I didn't watch it because I wasn't gonna watch Canine Intervention. Um, but then it became relevant, and I was like, oh, you know, like let me, let me, let me watch this, you know. And it's it's and good. Here we are. And here we are. It's good. Um, you got anything for us before we before we end this? Let everyone go. Um, no, I think we will be back with another installment of this shortly and i don't know hopefully the next time we talk we'll talk about some fall fall content Mm, that we should look forward to very good very good okay remember to rate review subscribe on itunes to uh feel free to like and comment on soundcloud so until next time bye everyone bye everyone